welcome to the <laughs> Mayfair podcast. I'm Andrew, sitting on a garbage can. <laughs> Why are you sitting on a garbage can, Andrew? Because there's so many special guests on this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yes. This is our uh, special Ian edition. A hundred podcasts go, went by, and then I'm like, we never had Ian on the podcast. Yeah. The problem is... I've, I've like worked here longer than you. Ian has a real job, so it's hard for him to sneak out at like sort lunchtime. Of. And so we're doing... This is a Mayfair After Dark. This is... We're doing this. We're all naked. It's so sexy. And uh, Lee is here. This is Josh. And it is May 11th. So theoretically, we'll be chatting about movies that we're screening from May 12th to the 18th. But as per usual, we will get terribly off topic and just talk about whatever we else. We will digress about... We will digress. Michael Parks and such things. Yes. <laughs> Michael Parks is dead now. And... I'd hate to be Michael Parks right now because because <laughs> he's, he's got a legacy. Yes, you know Michael Park, Parks is a you know he can do anything, right? He's mm. a, what's it when you can do all kinds of different kinds? Of, you can do comedy, you can do drama, you can do your versatile, your versatile, yeah, actor. Mm. But his whole uh, he, since he's died, everyone can just talk about the stupid Kevin Smith movies he's made. Yes, it's like when who was that? Who was that uh, actor who died a couple of years ago? He, Michael uh, Parks, not Robin Williams, <laughs> no. not the, the Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Yeah, and all they could talk about. About was almost famous. Singularly, his worst film of his time. Well, and it's like Raul Julia's well, last film. Twister, Twister. He's hardly in that. Twister movie. is. He's <laughs> in Twister. I think you're forgetting about a little film called Along Came Polly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just remember. remember. He sharded. Oh. That was when that term entered popular culture. It's like when thanks we'll, to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who would what? later die of an overdose. Like the worst thing is gonna happen when I die is my whole legacy is gonna be this show will be the the worst thing that's gonna happen when you sat in a garbage can <laughs> while hosting. The worst um, thing that's gonna happen when you die is Andrew's gonna steal all your movies and I'm gonna steal all your toys. Okay, well you need a big. <laughs> I don't need. <laughs> you need You're a gonna truck. have to fight Josh Grace for those toys. Yeah, yeah. And he's well, got ooh. he's he's got a long reach. There's a tradition of great people dying in their last film being not their... Like, Raul Julia's last film was Street Fighter. Mm. Oh, when Marlon... Larson uh, Wells was Transformers. That's a great... Oh, that's one of my favorites. Gene, Hack- <laughs> Gene Hackman's last movie was Welcome to Mooseport. He's still alive. He's still alive. He just... Oh, he was yeah, done. but he'll die any second there. Yeah. Happiness. Why didn't anyone talk about happiness when Philip Seymour Hoffman died? No one talked about happiness. All he talked about is that fucking stupid shit movie you like, almost famous. <laughs> that he's hardly in. Okay, sorry. Where did you... People really like that guy in his movies, that almost famous guy. What's his name? The director. Billy, Billy Crudup? No, no the, the director. Di- Cameron Crowe. Who's Cameron that Crow, idiot yes. who yeah, points yeah, cameras yeah, yeah. at the wrong people? Yeah. People love Cameron Crowe movies. I've I know. Never, I've never enjoyed one. No, I know. Me neither. No. Andrew, what do you have to say about that? What? You be sucked <laughs> because we hate the movies you like. <laughs> um, um, Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. That's not very good. No. What Aloha? was the last one? What was the last Aloha. one? I didn't see his last. Oh, one. oh, Aloha is but nobody, awesome. Nobody saw it. Aloha is awesome. At the end, they hack a satellite. That happens what? in that movie. <laughs> I know. I know. Who it is? Uh, Bill Murray. I, no. Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's his the Hangover hacks a uh, satellite? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper hacks a satellite at the end of that movie to prove that rocket that the traditions of Hawaii are worth upholding. Bradley Cooper something like rocket, that, right? and to win the yes. love of the traditional Hawaiian the native Hawaiian woman yeah. played by Emma Stone. You right? haven't seen this movie? No, like, nobody I saw it. I think Cameron Crowe's in trouble if you haven't seen. Yeah. As long as I've known you, you I like it. Almost Famous. I don't like. Every, I, I don't. 
It sounds like, like everything he's done. Well, almost honest, I'm not even really a fan of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No, I know. I don't love that movie. I think I it's a lot of people love overrated. I think it's fun, but it has Jennifer, it has Jennifer Jason Lee in it. It's true. It does have Jennifer Jason Lee in that. Oh, and the one goes a long way. Yeah, versatile Sean Penn. He's so versatile. <laughs> versatile. See, this is what Josh meant by digressing. You seem even more hateful than normal. I don't know if it's the haircut or it's the haircut. Or Michael. Okay, so. So Michael well, Parks. Where did you guys? You guys met Michael Parks at the Austin International Film Festival we, in Austin, Texas. Do you remember specific? We went to a seventy millimeter screening of Top Gun. Yes. As we were walking to the museum, he was standing outside with his son. Yes. And uh, who's and, in the Hateful Eight? Yes. He's the uh, wagon driver. Yes. Michael Parks Jr. James Parks. James Parks. Did he have more than one son? I feel like he. Has I think more he just had son. one son. All right. Remember we ran into him. He just him. plays a character as multiple sons. But he plays his son. Films. He, his son plays his son in Kill yes. Bill. Yes. We, we Ian and I ran into him, and, and I'm a bit of a star fucker, so I kind of flipped out a little bit and yeah. stopped him in his tracks and asked him for a photograph. And then we went into the theater. We sat right behind Tom Scarrett, and no one said anything. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't bother saying anything to him. <laughs> to be fair, Tom Scarrett was very, very drunk. Yeah, he looked loaded. He was because he got up and gave a speech, and he was like wobbling <laughs> and kind of incoherent, and he kept pointing at the banner that said Austin International Film Festival. He's just like, look at that. Look at that. That's <laughs> Look at that. That says it all. Look Look at that. Well, Michael Parks was If he was very... drunk, I'd still... If Michael Parks was drunk, I wouldn't know when to stop no, me. No, he was... My, you know what stopped me from uh, saying hi to Tom Scarrett? Yeah. Tom Scarrett. <laughs> <laughs> Top gun. He was an alien. He was good in Alien. Alien's good. Yeah. Alien's yeah. good. It's not directed by Cameron Crowe at all. <laughs> no, no, not for a second. Um, but Michael Parks was nice. He was very... Yes. He was very soft-spoken. He's a, he's he a seemed, fine gentleman. Yeah. He and didn't he, seem old or he didn't... You know, I, I don't know. They haven't said why he's dead. And he's... I mean, I was kind of surprised. I don't well, think... Kevin... 66? How old was he? He was 70, like 77. Oh. That Kevin Smith said recently after he did Tusk, he said he was like really sick. Yeah. So well, maybe he had cancer or something. That's too bad. But anyways, Michael Parks reminisced with us. When he found out we were from Canada, he reminisced about shooting in Alberta. I couldn't figure out what movie it was. It was the assassination of mm. Jesse James mm. by the coward Robert Which you Ford. Loved. I remember what you I loved, a really good movie. Love that movie. Yeah. Also not directed by Cameron Crowe. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a fantastic film. And he has a, he plays a pivotal role in mm-hmm. it. I, I thought you were if you haven't say, seen that movie, you should watch that. He's in Death Wish 5. That's not uh, a good I, thought, I thought that was directed by Cameron Crowe. <laughs> Uh, did we show movies here too? Cameron Crowe's yeah. just at home, yeah. single tear. <laughs> he was looking so forward to the podcast yeah. today. <laughs> Either that, or he's like getting tattoos and lifting weights right now and plotting his revenge on us. Yeah, I like Cape Fear. <laughs> That'd be a good movie. Yeah, he's gonna start running the Lansdowne Cinema <laughs> and, and doing Cameron Crowe marathons. The hopes to, <laughs> to bury us. Yep. The jokes on him because no one gives a shit about Cameron Crowe movies. <laughs> oh. I never listen to this podcast. Is this what it's usually like? It seems fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Podcast. Oh, okay, good. It's good times. Good. There's not there's not as much Cameron Crowe hatred. But yeah. No, that's new. That's and new. there's less swearing this week so far. Less? So far, so far. And I was going to say this might be a bit more of an uncut episode because I realized that we're recording this Thursday night. Yes. I'm going to get home at like nine thirty. Right. And I got to be up really early to go to Comic Con, mm. so I might just slap <laughs> this on the internet. <laughs> like so. Comic Con's open on a Friday. Yeah. Strangely, yeah. Why? No one's going to be there. I know it opens at like noon or eleven thirty. Adam West isn't going to be there. Oh, I'm scared <laughs> about that. I'm scared about that. That that means he's like not going because well, he's sick a, or something. It's the second time he's canceled in Ottawa. Yeah, and he's like eighty five, right? Mm. So. And who else can't? Oh, the, the Star Trek guy, Data. Me. Uh, Brent, Brent Spiner. Brent yeah. Spiner. 
Everyone You've never else? watched Star Trek Next Generation, right? Star Trek Generation. Let's go on the Enterprise. Independence Day. Independence Day's Brent Spiner. Yeah, oh, that guy. Always and, so good. And to that. a lesser extent, Independence Day, Day colon. I forgot there was a sequel to it. It just came yes. out. Independence Day colon research. You know what movie I totally forgot about? Brent Spiner. Logan. Logan. You know when a big movie comes out, you see it, and then, like. But people love that movie. It's now being re- released uh, theatrically in the United States in black and white. It's called Logan Noir. <laughs> so stupid it's the you know they're because mad max did that black and chrome yeah logan feels as good as mad max interesting that i have seen independence day colon resurgence yeah and 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 brent spiner's character plays a large role in it and then comes out as gay in the middle of it independence day sadly i i don't know why i watched it but i did it's one of those movies independence day colon resurgence yes part two you can tell they got to like two hours 15 minutes and we're like yeah i looked at the watch that's a movie because there's no, like, because, it, it kind of ends. Because they were starting, like, a new trilogy or something with yeah. this one. But I, I don't, don't think know, that worked. I don't know if it's going to Every Every studio happen. wants to have its own franchise. Yeah. Now, I hated the but first one. I, 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 I've always time. hated the first one. Yeah. Um, I never liked I never liked Rowan Eric until he failed, failed a little bit as a filmmaker and, and left with his producer. But, um, so, I don't know. I, Everyone says, oh, it's not as good as the first one. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just as bad. Well, Will, just, Will like, Smith didn't want to be in it. That that's, says something. Uh, that's okay. I don't know. I just, like, I, at the time when it first came out, I, I hated it a lot. And now I look back in this like era of Michael Bay and Zack mm. Snyder, and I'm like pining oh. for the days yeah. of Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin. Like we don't, we didn't realize how good we had it with big brainless blockbusters. They were actually competently made. Right. And they didn't take themselves too seriously, and it was a golden age. I remember how much I I, I think I hate it because I like Steven Spielberg. I like blockbusters directed by competent filmmakers, you know. And, Comparing it to Close Encounters. Yeah. And I heard years later that he really liked Independence Day. Spielberg did. It was one of the reasons why he, he'd always wanted to do War of the Worlds, but never felt like he should because everyone was stealing ideas from the book. Right. Um, and he went back and read the book and found, oh, there's enough here that no one's ripped off yet. So he did War of the Worlds. But in that conversation, he said he liked Independence Day. I was so disappointed. So I only nah. didn't like it because of you. You can't like it now. Yeah. Well, it's like James Cameron saying he liked The Last Terminator. Well, that's he, sort of like, did someone pay him to say that? Yeah, he must have. I wasn't even finished with it. <laughs> Terminator Genesis? Yeah. Genesis. 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 It's with a Y. Yes. Genesis. Yes. Genesis. Is the movie out? I like... The movie's out, yeah, but oh, Anya's out there. I like Terminator 3. I think that's another... Yeah, film. I like Terminator 3, too. I like the... I like the um, Car chase. The, the yeah, truck the, chase. Fire truck trace yeah. is excellent. When that scene where the the ladder goes out from the fire truck yeah. and smashes through the building, uh, just before they were about to film that, whoever directed it, <laughs> whoever directed Cameron it, the producer said, "You can't, you, have to, you can't do the scene right now because we're kind of over budget." Arnold needed that movie to be a hit. He needed it wasn't, but he needed a hit. He needed the Terminator franchise to come back, so he wrote them a check for a million dollars so they can drive a ladder through a glass building. I, yeah, I like three too. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, compared to the other sequels, Salvation, Genesis, Genesis um, it's, it is the best sequel to Part Two. I like the explanation for Arnold Schwarzenegger being old in the, in the, the in Genesis that he was just like just like his human flesh is aged because he's just been waiting for whatever twenty years or whatever for the person yeah. to come back. That was the, cool. The first was act, it was so it's like, like, like regular aging. Thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> your, your, your flesh is going to age yeah. longer. Yeah, just probably not actually going to end up looking that good at that age. But anyways, I like the days of even not too long ago. But when like Sam Raimi did Spider Man, he said genuinely he was like, "No, we're really 
concentrating on the task at hand. We're, we're doing this movie. Yeah. And at the time, it seems crazy, but they weren't sure it was going to be a big hit. So that movie was a movie. Yeah. And you look at even like Star Wars was a movie. Right. But now I hate it when it's always going, there, there's no end. It's always right, right, right. hinting at something else. Right. right. So it, you watch like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. That entire movie exists so that they can have like a post credit sequence where five of them where where spoiler a alert a character says yeah spoiler alert you might want to pause yeah. here or fast you haven't forward seen you don't want to see. the entire movie exists that. so that they have a post credit sequence where some character says we're going to create Adam Warlock yeah. who will be important in the next 3 Avengers movies yeah and there's um, no other reason for that movie to having said that be I love that movie <laughs> have you ever seen Lucio Fulci's The Beyond yes yes You've seen it, right? At my house. Yes. So there's a scene in the movie, this is relevant, there's a scene in the movie where someone passes out in the house and the spiders and transitions attack Mm. him. And and like some of the transitions are real and some are puppets. And it's funny to notice the good ones and the bad ones. And they start like, they peel apart his face, they take his eyeball out, they open his mouth, they pull his teeth out. As tarantulas do. As they do. It will zombie tarantulas. From beyond. From From the seven seven gates of hell. Mm. So in, one of the gate, one of the seven. When yeah. Sam Raimi made Spider Man, and Peter Parker had to get bit by the spider, he just bought footage from Fulci's The Beyond oh, yeah. and a shot of the spider biting into his skin. That's from Fulci's The Beyond. I did not know that. I just found that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you would, said Spider Man, so I wanted. Yeah, that. I would say like all the Marvel movies that have been made since like Iron Man on this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't think a single one of them has an image as memorable or striking as the upside down kiss. In the first right. Spider-Man, they're all like all of them are like forgettable. Mm-hmm. I, I and they're kind of meant to. They're kind of meant to be. Yeah. I know. I enjoy them. I watch them like uncritically and enjoy them. Most yeah. of them, I I have no problem with them. I'm not slagging them. I'm just like it's what you said. Yeah, Josh. The, Me. Yeah. He was focusing on the task at hand, right. making like a singular movie. Yeah, right. created something really fun and memorable. And the rest of these are just like well, strangely, it's because they're making comic books. Right. Like comic books, like superhero comic books never have a third act. It's always like, yeah, we beat the bad guy, and then the hand comes out of the ground, or he comes back to life. And that's what these Marvel movies are, is they're, it's kind of more like a TV series. Like, they just, they're going to keep going, and I don't know if they have an end game where they got to eventually be like, oh, this is the last one because Robert Downey's 70. Like, mm. that's what's different about franchises, and it's not just them, because now there's, like, the, the Universal Monster movies, which they did it decades ago. Right. They had a universe. People kind of forget about that, that they had a universe already. Yeah. But they're coming back with that. Uh, it's going to be a train wreck that makes a billion dollars, but the Transformers universe is going to cross over with G.I. Joe and a couple other toy lines. The Micronauts, I think. The Micronauts and... and They're so little. And mass. How is that going to work? Yeah. It's tiny. It doesn't make sense. But the yeah, Transformers like we, are giant. And, and this time will pass. Micronauts are going to be in movies, aren't they? Yeah. Really? That, that's why Marvel can't use that them is because um, somebody else is going to use them. Yeah. <laughs> it I'm, does seem unnecessary. <laughs> I was reading, too, about the... Um, about the, the composition in those Marvel movies that you know when George, you know John Williams wrote the music for S- Superman it was you know temp track was Wagner or right mm-hmm. you know and, and most most and, and when they when they do a Mar- new Marvel movie they temp track it with other Marvel movies oh yeah so the music is really uh, blah and... yeah there's a really good episode of Every Frame of Painting the Tony oh. Tony Zhu is, uh, he's like an editor out in yeah, Vancouver yeah I think that's where I saw that yeah, thing about yeah. that that's a really good yeah. like, uh, series on I, mm-hmm. I, you can watch it on, on, on YouTube but I think he posts on Vimeo I'm not sure but Every Frame of Painting it's like super good that's where I insights saw that. into yeah. movies and yeah that episode about the, the music in Marvel movies is yeah. really good and it is all about how they're 
pretty much forgettable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, remember that De Palma documentary where he talks about, he's like, there's a reason why all these movies look the same. You mean De Palma? De Palma, yes. He's like... The De Palma documentary. It's called De Palma. I like <laughs> clearly directs them. <laughs> yes. Because they're pre-visualized. They hand, they hand the movie over to the ILM people and... Yeah. We figured out how to make this skyscraper fall, and somebody catches it, and then it gets spun around in the air, and so that's the action scene. Yeah, whether or it's not, not direct, it's not really directed by right. a director, right? But like we just screened every once in a while, we screen a. Mainstream. Oh, did we talk about movies that we show? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We do it right now. Some eventually, okay. we screened the latest Kong movie, which I think had, which is also going to be part of a, a universe, a shared cinematic mm. universe. But I think it had no business being as good as it was. And I think a silver lining happening nowadays is that I hope there's going to be less Michael Bay's and Zack Snyder's right. because there's no music videos anymore. Mm. So instead of going to music videos, the guy who directed Kong, his last right. movie, Kings of Summer, right. which probably had a budget of like $2 million, right. and he leapt right to King Kong with yeah. a budget of $150 million. And Taika Waititi going from his small little New Zealand projects to a Thor movie. So hopefully that's going to be a bit more of a of a, some yeah. originality amongst the Hollywood machine, anyhow. Yeah, we'll see how it, we'll see how it works out. It is definitely that is the trend of they're like picking up uh, little indie filmmakers and and like dropping them into like giant franchises and yeah. stuff. And some of them are better equipped to handle it than others, but because none know. of them have director's cut, right? That's exactly. true. Yeah, That's the other thing. again, it's like it's television almost again. Although right. I think we talked about this on the show last time. Yeah. The, the only way to get Daniel Craig back to James Bond is hiring Christopher Nolan. Right. Which, Which is weird because, has directors cut. because those aren't director's movies. Right. Those are producer's yeah. movies. Even when directors are involved, yeah, yeah. It, it does feel like something a producer... And I, I think, for the most part, I like most James Bond movies. Um, not the ones that Kevin Smith or Cameron Crowe directed. <laughs> but um, I, that's pretty exciting. I think it, if uh, Christopher Nolan went to, to James Bond. Yeah. yeah, they're plucking all these independent filmmakers yeah. because they can boss them around. Garth Edwards, you can direct a Star Wars movie. Really? No, I love not, not, not really. <laughs> but you can hold you the can, camera. You can <laughs> I take that job. I do that. But the the um, just to go from imagine any job you don't usually jump up that fast, right? You you don't go from little to enormous budget, right? In any kind of profession, right? So that's very interesting. And but it's working. It's it's King Kong made money and people liked it. The Marvel movies are making money and people like them. I lost Godzilla movie less so, but there it is. Yeah. I felt the same way. I, I felt, I, I think because Pacific Rim is too close to it. And I remember thinking, wow, it's like one-tenth of Pacific Rim. Right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think it's horrible because at least they made Godzilla the good guy again, the protagonist. He's been a, such an antagonist. Right. Especially in American cinema for so long. It was good to see Godzilla be the good guy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it would have been nice if there was like a single human character that was interesting in the film as well. Right, and, and all the like, action scenes. You're talking about Godzilla? Yeah. Well, I like Juliette Binoche. I can't you didn't like that Juliette Binoche? Don't get so mad at me when I say you're trying to say her name. <laughs> I can hear him right now looking at me, or like he gets so angry when I try to say. I can hear him looking at me. Yes, exactly. I can hear him looking at me. Uh, Um, Hear him looking at me. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, good times. But did you see Skull Island? No, I have not seen Skull Island. I like Skull Island. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Godzilla two, Skull Island two will be good. Yeah. What's it? And then, and then, who are the other giant monsters that they're going to bring into this? Mothra. 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 That's good. They got the three heads. Gamoran. I hope Gamora. Well, Gamora, cool. my son was looking for Gamora in the end, the yeah. post-credit sequence, right. and he was looking for Rodan, Gamora. I didn't see him, yeah. but Rodan, yeah, Mothra. And then what's the... the, the King the, something. The, King, King Ghidorah? King of King, Monsters? King yeah. Ghidorah. Yeah, like yeah. three heads. There's so many Godzilla movies, and I think I've seen half of them. Yeah. There's so it's many. It's hard to keep track of. They're yeah. still making tons yeah. of them. Yeah. Every once in a while, somebody will say, are you guys getting this? And like, we can't, because there's... 
instead of like a stupid multiplex thing, has it booked up for you know? Funimation is the distributor in the United States, right? Behind a lot of the new Gamera stuff mm-hmm. and, and the guns that they hate us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they care very little about. There's some distributors. Who was it? Who was it that gave us the Ultraman stuff recently? Oh, that, yeah, that, that made me that, so that, sad that nobody came to that. Oh, that, that came was... through. That came through uh, thanks to Colin Geddes at the Royal, right. who's no longer with the Royal. No. He left the Royal, so... Um, but he's running Shudder now, right? Well, yeah, he's a part of Shudder. Yeah. Yeah. TV. Horror streaming. It's not even TV. It's just streaming. <laughs> streaming. It could be on TVs, though, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to tell people when I'm looking at a TV watching stuff now. There's no TV. Not exactly You're TV. just watching a show. You're watching a... I watch the Oscars. That was TV. But you watch it here on a big screen. <laughs> it's not TV. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Strange. It's like when a kid pulls up a video... Uh, there's iPhone. It's like, let's videotape this. Yeah. Well, it's like anything. I mean, musicians still call it making a record, mm-hmm. or you know, it's it's. Or if you're reading a book on a tablet, you kind of still like. I read a ton of comics online, and I still say I'm reading a comic book. I don't say I'm reading a digital file. See what we're doing? In mm-hmm. we're trying to be so fascinating on the, yeah. on the podcast <laughs> really? that people, when we come to talk about the boring stuff, like yeah. happening in the paper, they'll keep listening. Yeah. You guys stop saying that. I don't know saying that. Those guys are so hip. They're so they're so thoughtful. They don't care about anyone. <laughs> things. They don't want people to come to the theater. Uh, I'm gonna go just to spite them. <laughs> now, step three: profit. It's funny now uh, when. Uh, Whenever we, whenever something's programmed at the Mayfair, because of my son and our, our love for the, for Star Wars, every time like you know what's what's that new Rez Ahmed movie coming yeah. up? City of Lost. So little I, I hear from lights. people. Are you going to show that movie because he's in Force Awakens? I think you said that. I thing. just said that. And now <laughs> with the promise, are you only showing it because Poe Dameron's in yeah. it? I've heard that too. No, I thought the promise would be doing well here. Let's yeah, see, it should. Well, <laughs> well, if you look what has been doing well here, it's Madi and their finest are both being held over for additional weeks. And uh, yeah, my mother-in-law really wants to see Madi. Yeah, oh, I took my mom to Madi. Yeah, and it's, it's, I think it, everybody's mom wants to see Madi. Yeah, um, people, yeah. Keep, people <laughs> keep, no, it is. I, I yeah. really like Sally. I, I'm going to see it this week. People yeah. keep telling me I keep seeing ads on TV for Madi. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, has it has a movie we are showing at the Mayfair ever had TV ads? Yeah, rarely. Before? Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when we were showing Lion on uh, CNN. Right. They were showing commercials. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I remember. Yeah, and Moonlight, and yeah, I'd Man sit there with my daughter, yeah, laughing at Donald Trump on my favorite reality TV show, yeah. CNN, <laughs> and uh, there'd be commercials on it for the Mayfair movies. They were only playing at the Mayfair, which was fun. Yeah, but Marty, I took my mother to like, Ethan Hawke's really funny in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. He's <laughs> a funny guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's great. But it's, it's these movies, which, and I've mentioned before, but yes. we have the reputation of a grindhouse cinema still sometimes. Right. And we do show The Room and Rocky Horror and right. stuff like that. But if you look what people are coming to in droves, mm-hmm. and it's like when Maudie's getting 250 people three nights in a row. Right. Andrew's out of here. There, there goes Andrew. Bye, Thanks, Andrew. Bye. Thanks, Andrew. Are you not coming back? He's got to go We're, sell popcorn. I have, sell, I have to do my job. <laughs> 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 so sad. This is a real behind-the-scenes episode. It's just like a Cameron Crowe movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's full of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Hounds so of sad. Love looks fantastic. Yeah, so we, we have Hounds of Love autumn premiere this week. Hounds of Love, which is getting like, has gotten great reviews yeah. all over the place. People are crazy for it. Yeah, and it looks so, intense though. Like, I think it, it's, I think it is very intense. It's about like serial killers and yeah. activity and people trying to escape. I like all those things. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy, twisted love. It's Australian, and those guys make crazy horror films. It's it true. was one of those films that came out of South by Southwest that everyone was talking about. South by. 
South hip, by. The, hip, the hip kids call it South by. South by. What did I say? South by Southwest. Oh, you just I, say South by. Okay, South by. Oh, I don't have to go on further. No, no, no. <laughs> you just say Does South anyone by. say SXWX? It's hard to say. I can't even say it. SXSW. That's a lot of syllables. It's a lot of syllables. Yeah, South by is easier. That's two syllables. Yeah. Ian, you're not going to get anywhere in life saying people you, you saw it at South by. South by. <laughs> I've never even been to South by Southwest. Like, we went to the Austin International Film Festival, which is a much less cool film festival <laughs> yes. that also takes place in Obviously, Austin. Obviously, they invited you. Yeah. <laughs> What's um? How do people? How do snobs pronounce the Festival de Cannes? They say the festival. It's Cannes, isn't Con. it? No, it's Cannes. Is it Cannes? Yeah, the Festival oh. de Cannes. Yeah, and and, and Tommy Sorley would always correct me when I was young, but you know the Americans will always say, "Oh, I'm going to the Cannes Film Festival." Mm-hmm. I just read uh, Roger Ebert's book recently. It was a reprint, but mm-hmm. it's like just his kind of diary and sketches of him hanging around the the festival, yeah. the Cannes Film I had Festival. I breakfast with him once. Really? Oh, it was yeah, a good book. There. He probably wrote about me. He was, you were the Lee in the book. <laughs> you might not have gone to that part yet. Or, that know. brash young Canadian who hated Cameron Crowe. I remember uh, talking to him at Sundance. Yeah, I remember yeah. when you saw him. Yes, he, he was like he was walking down the main street of Park City, and just it was like Moses parting the Red Sea. Yeah, it was just like he was just walking down, like he owned the town. I have he a basically did. You. Yeah, I have a photo of you giving him a fly over Harry Knuckles. Yes. And then, like, five minutes later, Cheryl came crying to me because she tried to give a flyer to Ethan Hawke and he was such a dick to her. <laughs> so when I would say Ethan Hawke in a movie, I just want to punch him. I didn't know the secret origin of why you hate Ethan Hawke. I thought you That's just it. didn't like him. <laughs> he was mean, mean to, my to wife Cheryl. Right. Right. That's funny. And yet, and yet we're still showing Maudie. Yeah. For, for, the, it was hard. for the 40th it was hard. week. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like big being, of you. It's like being friends with a bully on the street. Mm-hmm. It's like, he makes his movies are too good. <laughs> I've really come around to Ethan Hawke in recent years, though. I like a lot of his movies. Well, yeah, he's he's, he's in a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah. yeah, but tell me what you think of Mahdi because he does a funny thing with his face. He has yeah. like a stroke face on the whole mm, time. Okay, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> when he came out of the door at the beginning of the movie, I couldn't stop laughing because he had this face on. But as it's moving along, I grew it. It's like okay, I get it now. That's the character. You're just like De Niro laughing, smoking your cigar. <laughs> All the old ladies are scared of you. I've done that. The other sister. But that's true. I like I like gave I gave Roger I tried to give Roger Ebert a, a flyer for yeah. Harry Knuckles and the Treasure of the Aztec Mummy. And I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> and then he kept walking. That's your life. That's your oh, mantra. Yeah. yeah. I miss Roger every time any movie comes out, but like I want to read what Roger thought of Fast Eight, you know? Like I want to read what Roger thought of Mahdi. But like I always think of that whenever and something... no one picks up his 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 chair. Like they tried to do that show, yeah. thumbs up show yeah, yeah, yeah. for years and they brought people in, Kevin Smith and they brought tons of people. Everybody, in. yeah, and, and nothing. No, he couldn't fill. Uh, no one could fill his shoes. I have a grudge against. Remember when they brought Harry Knowles on? Yes. Yeah. Then he filled his shoes too much. <laughs> Split those things. I always have a grudge with Roper, who was yes. like the first replacement on the show after right. his partner died, after Siskel died. After Siskel died, yes. Because. Chicken Run, which was years ago, like 2000, 1999. He's, he still has a, he's still <laughs> he, upset about Chicken Run. He talked about Chicken Run twice yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I always remember, Roper said he didn't like it because he doesn't like chickens. And I was like, you can't be a film critic and, and not... He doesn't, he doesn't like chicken or he doesn't like chickens? I don't either. I think it was chickens. Like, And he, and he went on this rant, and I remember yeah. it, and he ranted, and he was like... The noises they make, and, the t- and I was like, "You can't not like a movie because of that. That's not how that works. You cannot like the script or the acting, but you can't just say I don't like chickens." It, it always stuck with me. And then other reviews I've seen of his 
are kind of of a similar ilk. It's yeah. like Robert Fontaine in baseball. Every movie he watches, he'd rather be watching a baseball game. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> I, I think you should. I think you reviewed Hounds of Love today, though. Oh, nice. I missed it. Good for him. I sometimes yeah. catch the Atomics early talking about our stuff. Yeah, I saw him at the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's nice. He reminds me of Gary. He reminds me of uh, Ryan Johnson. I see Ryan Johnson who's directing The Last Jedi on Twitter and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he smiles and yeah. it just kind of reminds me of Atomics early. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It's nice. Um, what else are we showing? What? Hounds, oh yeah, Hounds of Love. But quickly about Hounds, Hounds of Love. Love. Yes. Uh, Friday night there will be a panel after the movie, mm. a horror film panel. The, the woman is it this is it Hounds of Love or yeah, it is Hounds of Love yeah. yes yes so the woman uh, the distributor behind Hounds of Love brought on a PR woman Ingrid who and Ian helped us a little with a lot of our movies back in the day he's been doing and, gangbusters yeah and Ingrid's been uh, got the review on CBC today uh-huh. so she organized a a discussion are you going to be there for it no I'll be busy Comic Con but yeah there's going to be a little uh, panel discussion on horror cinema. Excellent. Um, yeah, you should be there, Ian. Highbrow. Mm-hmm. Be very highbrow. Mm-hmm. Are you going I'll to bring my? That? I'll bring my monocle. Yes. <laughs> monocle you, know the, you know what my daughter taught me? The last time she, the, guy, the, the Monopoly guy doesn't have a monocle. <laughs> He's shocked. Look at that's what I said. What? what? Your chuckle penny bag? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a monocle. Everyone thinks he has a monocle, but he doesn't. He said, yeah. like, you had that well, weird this podcast is over. <laughs> He just flipped the table 13. and ran out of here. She's 13, taller than her, her mother now. He's looking it up on his phone right now. <laughs> this is good radio. What, it's not good radio. Good radio. See, it's like... Who are, we're going to take some calls now on our live radio show. Uh, the other premiere we have this week is Jackie Boy, which is a local film, if I'm correct. Yes, yes. And that looks like it is a thriller as well, I believe. Yeah, um, and the filmmaker will be here both yes. nights for Q and A and that sort of thing. Yeah, this is done like like Gangbusters and the sort of the festival circuit in Canada. It's got like nothing but rave reviews. Also, apparently, a bit of a harrowing film to watch. But, yes, but great. Yeah, the, by happenstance, it's so funny. So this week we have three movies you could bring your mom to with Maudie, Their Finest, and The Promise, and then three kind of tense thrillers with Hounds of Love, Jackie Boy, and Get Out. Mm-hmm. And Get Out is, I can't believe I got this long, but I don't know anything about it. And there's been a couple of times I've been listening to podcasts and someone will start talking about it and I just turn it oh. off and be like, I'll come back You're to like you like the last person. I swear, I don't know. Like, like, you don't drink, so at every bar I go yes, to, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. people are bellied at the bar talking about this movie. Uh, yeah, and I heard great things have about you it. Have seen it? I have not seen it yet. I'm going to come see it Tuesday night. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's like the room at some point. I yeah, think. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, everyone's got to see it because everyone's talking about it. Yeah, and, and uh, I've heard, like, great reviews, like, people saying that Jordan Peele is, like... And, and, I, and I really appreciate what Jordan Peele did. Like, he has a big comedy career, mm-hmm. but he basically did the, give me nothing, you know, give me, like, a million bucks, let me make my little horror movie, and it's made a hundred million bucks, and now he can do other things. But I always appreciate that diversity where he... It's Blumhouse. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, they're on a roll. Blum, they they, they save Shyamalan. They, like... There's a Blumhouse movie shooting at the Mayfair in June. Is mm-hmm. it June? Yes. We're showing Night of the Living Dead for free. That's going to be fun. And there's a Blumhouse movie rolling through Ottawa, and they're going to shoot a scene in the Mayfair. Mm-hmm. So if you come see Night of the Living Dead, you get to be an extra in the, yeah. in the, in the next the, from the studio who brought you Get Out. Yeah. You'd be an extra in that. It's true. But the, their, their logo appears at the beginning of a lot of... Uh, good little horror movies recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. some and some fairly mediocre ones, but yeah. a bunch of surprisingly good ones. And they're doing the old like spend a little bit of money, yeah. and you don't got to worry about making a hundred million because mm-hmm. you spend five million, you make twenty. You're like, hey, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. And they're able to do what they want to do. They don't have to. Yeah, but you have to lie about that. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> telling me that if you spend, you know, $100,000 making a movie. Yes. You can't tell Universal you spent $100,000 making the movie because they'll give you $200,000. Right. And they should be giving you $20 million because they're going to make $100 million. Yeah. 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 And the, uh, speaking of, you just mentioned The Room, this Saturday night at 11.15 is our 93rd consecutive right. month screening The Room. Okay. What are we going to do when it's 100? I, people keep asking me, and, and they don't believe me when I say we don't have a plan yet. <laughs> and, and, and there's like... George well, Lucas will be here. So we yeah. Got, we got <laughs> seven months to figure And it's it in out. December. So it's, it's December, which means it's going to be kind of tough because, like, you know, the holidays and everything like that. And might be a bit more tough to get like a special guest because of that. I would might imagine, mm-hmm. but um, they're all they're all like they're all um, nihilists. They'll come. I thought mm. is that when you don't believe in Jesus? Nihilists? No, that's when you don't believe in anything. Atheists? <laughs> because I just yeah. watched that movie. What movie was that? Uh, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. <laughs> what I thought nihilists? We don't believe in anything. We cut off your chances. <laughs> what might work well is if the Franco movie comes out around then. Maybe we might be able yeah, to show those. It, that sound that planet Southie is that how the kid cool kids Southie yeah South by Southwest so, what is it South by South, South by. by so yeah. that planet South by and like got rave reviews yeah. and they're even talking Oscars for James Franco I think now. well like Stranger Things like I mean if you compare it to like an Ed Wood right where yeah. Ed Wood got some nominations and an award so maybe this could as well you know I'm dying to see I love Greg's book like I said even if, I've told people even if you've never seen The Room yeah. the book is just very well done whoever they got to co-write with him did a really good job of kind of forming his story into this The Mayfair's in it yeah did yeah. you know that? yeah we're famous yeah. so far well if we win an Oscar we'll be famous I yeah mean, if that film wins an Oscar we'll be more famous yeah 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 maybe but we'll see like it is on our mind it is seven months away but we'll we'll try to do something fun for the 100th but it's now that Andrew's not here we should tell the audience we're willing the Mayfair to Andrew what if we all go at the same time <laughs> yeah if that somehow happens like King Ralph style <laughs> right is that what happens in King that's Ralph that's what happened in King Ralph <laughs> he, he mentioned King Ralph twice <laughs> yesterday <laughs> I have another podcast that's 300 episodes in and it's all King Ralph all King Ralph it's all, all the time I met a woman who, won, who more than anything wants to get in bed with John Goodman. John Goodman? Like, she's got pictures of John Goodman all over her office. That's her thing. I mean, I, get, I mean, he's probably capable of having sex. I don't know why he <laughs> yeah, wants to. Yeah. He's a cool like, guy. I like John Goodman a lot. I think he's, uh... Yeah, but I like, would you have sex with him? Well, <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> yeah. That's so, uh... your excuse for everything. Ah, it's That's true. why you can go see, uh, what was the last film you can go see? <laughs> That's why he doesn't get out yet, because yeah. he's married. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it, it's... I want to do the math. I keep on meaning to actually research this, but it would take work. But I, I don't think anyone's near to us in room screenings. And I thought one thing we could do is get, like, Guinness to put us in a book of be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys have screened it 110 times or 120 times or whatever. Because we've screened it multiple times whenever Tommy was here and Greg right. was here. I don't think anybody has screened it. Guinness might say to you, who's Tommy? Who's oh. <laughs> but I just see Guinness doing stuff for like the biggest elastic ball and whoever has right. the most t-shirts on and I'm like well this is as dumb as any of those things <laughs> so who in 2017 is still talking about King Ralph <laughs> yeah me that's why I'm in there as well my King Ralph podcast but yeah I thought that I wanted to see if we can get like at a the mention end, at the end he realized that Peter O'Toole should really be the king is that what it was I can't remember Peter O'Toole in that movie yeah Peter O'Toole he went, yeah I remember He's it now Supergirl. yeah He's in, yeah, this is another example of a great actor who's in a lot of bad movies. Yeah. Is anytime somebody... I've, I've, 
I feel like there's a lot of people who have never seen King Ralph, and I, I just ruined the ending for them. Oh, no. Well, you've already spoiled Guardians, and uh, you spoiled, like, four movies Ian, in this podcast. Ian, no one was thinking it to themselves ten <laughs> no. minutes ago. They're going to go home now and watch King, King Ralph, Ralph because it was mentioned. I don't know. Now, first of all, where would you find it? Is that even on Blu-ray or DVD? Or... It's on something, it's I'm sure. It must I, be. A, it's I remember the somewhere. VHS for it. Yeah. Ah. Is there an audio commentary from... Uh... No, no, no. No. <laughs> from Peter O'Toole. <laughs> well, it is... 8.45. As long as we promoted the Mayfair enough. I think we did. Right, we like we mentioned off. everything. And did these you? guys are both going to go watch... You're watching it too? Free Fire. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I have mixed feelings about Ben, Wheat, ben Wheatley's filmography. I love Kill List. Sightseers. Did you and like Sightseers? I like Sightseers. I, I liked Sightseers okay. I liked uh, Down Terrace, his first yeah. film. But his, his recent films, Field in England mm-hmm. and... High rise have been kind of lukewarm suck. on. I've, yeah. they, they felt like they had a lot of promise and did not deliver. So I actually can't believe this is directed. Like when I saw the trailer, yeah, like it's, it's different. Silver than you, Shitty yeah. years ago, years ago, <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. I didn't, I'm surprised it's Ben Wheatley, um, but I think it's worth showing, right? It's yeah. Ben Wheatley. We got to show oh, yeah. that stuff. But um, uh, yeah, and it's fine. We can talk about this now because we don't need to promote it because this show will be on after. After, yeah, we're done. <laughs> But yeah, I feel the same way. I, I, you know, when 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 he when he first came on the scene, he was mm-hmm. the guy. He was, mm-hmm. you see everything by him. I remember how much Rory liked Field. Of, what's it called? Field. Of, Field in England. Yeah, he loved that film. He doesn't work here anymore. No, that's no. why we got rid of him. Yeah, and, yeah. and King Ralph is whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, this so one feels feels very uh, Tarantino like kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of dumb guys shooting yeah. guns at each other. Yeah, but yeah, I, no, I, he's a good way of picking up a digital video camera and making it kind of look cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brie Larson's really good at it. Oh, you seen it? Yeah, I saw it last night. Army Hammer, I like, and I'm like, good for I, you for still working because he's been in four Man giant from, flops in a row. But like, Man from Uncle's so good. Well, like, I, I, I like Man from Uncle. Me too. So good, but look, like purely financial, right? Like right. Lone Ranger giant flop, Man from Uncle giant flop. There's something yeah. else that was a giant. But flop. But because Man from Uncle, it shouldn't be good, but it is. Do we have to go see King Arthur? King Ralph? King, R- King Arthur? <laughs> King Arthur? <laughs> you know, it opens instead of tomorrow. seeing King Arthur, we'll let's go watch King Ralph instead. <laughs> Well, it's Guy Ritchie's new movie. I, I yeah. just feel like I mean, maybe I should go see it. I saw the trailer. Remember he married Madonna? Yeah. For a little while? Weird. Wow. I saw the trailer for Star Wars. And then I saw the trailer for... What? Thor. Last Jedi? Yeah. For what? For, for Last Jedi, for Thor, uh, in front of Guardians that I went and used my Visa points because I don't give money to the evil multiplex. <laughs> but um, but I saw those two trailers and then I saw the, um, the war movie from Chris Nolan. Oh, right. And Dunkirk, and just maybe it's just because I was on a high of seeing the Star Wars trailer, yeah. but I was just kind of like, it doesn't look bad, but it just looks like a war movie that Dunkirk? I've seen a hundred times before. You know, Dunkirk? I'm sure it'll have some cool cinematography, and I think I think that Tom you know, Hardy is a good Tom Hardy's guy. driving a, or flying a plane that looks cool, but mm-hmm. it didn't make me go like, wow, I want to see that. So I but, mean, but. But Daisy really picking up rocks with her. Oh God! I was like, the funniest. I swear, this <laughs> is the, the little nerd story is is uh, I I was you know jokingly I kind of got excited. I was like, oh, and Gwen leaned over and went, just breathe, <laughs> and she didn't know. And right on cue, then Luke Skywalker goes, oh, just breathe. You, you got the force. Her. I should mm-hmm. wait. I did. <laughs> but, but did you yeah. guys see this on 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 the Twitter today? The uh, the City of Ottawa Built Heritage Subcommittee is uh, recommending a heritage designation for McDonald Gardens Park at 99 Coburg Street. If I show you a picture of it, you might recognize it. Oh, wow. That's the end of Jesus Christ Vampire Is is that why they want it to be a heritage? It's the location, one of the locations where we shot Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, which I think 
justifies a heritage designation for the park. It certainly does. Yes. There'll be a nice plaque with like the characters in it. It's the yeah. that's the cipher the least funniest joke in the movie when he talks to the Pope on the cell phone. <laughs> no one ever has laughed at that. Joke. I know. It uh, was. We thought we were doing something. It was like 1999. Cell phones were were just new. <laughs> we thought we were doing something really cutting edge. <laughs> Good times. It's, it's a good, good time. It's a good note to end this in podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now it's ten to. You guys got to go watch a movie. All right. Uh, go visit our friends at House of Targ across the street. Have some progies, play some video games, and uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next week. Bye. Okay. Bye. The rain appears to have stopped, Your Majesty. We should be able to continue with the portrait. So I should hope, Albert. First time we've had the whole family together here for six years. <laughs> right, we're ready now, everybody. Now, after three. One, two, three. Oh, dear. Now, a new king must be found. Excuse me, Sir Cedric. Yes? I do believe we've found an heir. Is he everything we might have hoped? Allow me to introduce our sovereign lord, Ralph Jones, King of Great Britain, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith. John Goodman... Is everybody having a good time? ...is King Ralph. Good God, Miss Molly! Where did they find this man? John Goodman. Peter O'Toole. He's uncouth. He's unkempt. He's the king. King Ralph.